Welcome to Hour 2 of the Donna and Steve Experience. Live from Lucky Shots Pickleball Club in Minneapolis. I think I might already have body odor. <laughs> you haven't even done a braid yet. I think it's just a sweatshirt. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, my gosh. We have some stuff to get you caught up on. We just met our coach, uh, our Will. pickleball coach, and I spoke on our behalf, Donna, and I don't know if you're going to be okay with it. But That's before fine. we get to that, uh, we set a goal, a big goal for hour one, and we ended our uh, the last segment at just under $1,000, and we're like, all right, can we at least blast through $1,000 during the commercial break? Uh, Mike, the Mensch has an update. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jana. Thank you, other people that don't start with J, like Tammy, Cindy, Taylor. <laughs> also, thank you to Melissa, our friend Becca from <gasps> North of the Border. Nice. Thank you, Becca. Thank you, Gina, who has uh, been a part or dedicated that one to Brooke, who's been a part of Special Olympics Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Thanks all right. to all of those donations, Yay, a few anonymous as well. We are just under thirteen hundred dollars. Right, let's go. Two hundred and ninety bucks right. is where we sit right now. There we go. Thank you so That's much. That's a good first hour. We are off and running here. Uh, we again raising money for the Special Olympics of Minnesota, a wonderful organization that does more than just the Special Olympics that occur every event. four years. It's more than that. I mean, all each and every weekend here in the Twin Cities, you will find all sorts of activities that are happening uh, all the time, and they're also working with some different schools to try to have unified sports where yeah. there are some teams yes. um, that have uh, athletes uh, from the Special Olympics that are also a part of these high school teams, these different school teams, yes. stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. And one of the other things is um, when the kids are no longer in school, these young adults with intellectual disabilities uh, or challenges, they no longer have that community. So this creates... Right. You know, gives them that community again and making friends. And it's just great. So if we could raise a lot of money for them, they would be happy. We would be happy. And you would feel like a million bucks. Yeah, you really would. Hey, tax deductible, guys. We're it's the end, of the, the end of the year. I mean, Let's look, go. Yeah. Now, Let's go. <clears throat> just met our coach. Now you've gotten into my head. I, I do feel like everybody's getting more practice time than we are. This, it, it might be perception. I don't know. But we think that there might be a couple things we just learned during the commercial break. We think that there might be a little bit of flexibility with the schedule as it's written. Sure. So that is a guide. Now, there are some unmovable things that we'll have to do. But, like, do we have to dedicate 30 minutes to stretching? Let's get to you it. You know what? Let's stretch during, during the, the commercial, commercial breaks. breaks. Oh, my God. You're my brother from another mother. Okay, too much. Okay. Anyway, then we meet our coach, Coach Will. And... Uh, we introduce it real quick, and we start talking. He said, I feel like you, you guys said I drew He was listening. He said, you don't think you're getting enough practice time on the schedule today? So then we started chatting a little bit. He's like, who put the schedule together? Yeah, that's right. Like he as said, if there's a saboteur in, in the group. So you're loving this guy because he is also a conspiracy theorist <laughs> in this. Uh, but I then jumped in, and I said, we're in it to win it. And he said, okay, that was going to be my next question. Okay. Are we here to win, or do you guys want to have fun? And I said, we have plenty of fun. We have a fun show. Our lives are good. I want to freaking win this thing. Let's go. And he said, that's all I needed to know. Okay. Will walked off to do another lesson, but I know right now he's thinking of us. And we're going to freaking bring it. I got to tell you, Dawn and Bradley looked pretty good out there. Mm. You think the Put your glasses on. <laughs> you think the coaches are doing like a voice coach situation where they're all betting on the backside, like oh. trying to <laughs> say, okay, I think we're going to win. I think yes. we're going to win. Tomorrow they're going to start oh, you know, putting totally. down their bets on who's going to take it so. down. I got to talk to those coaches. I got to figure out where the line should be. Totally. Who's the favorite? One of them's um, going to end up in jail for insider, you know, <laughs> betting yeah, or yeah. trading. Yeah. Um, I did get to see a little bit of Julia out there. She looks like she knows what she's up to. 
Um, yeah. Even B. Arthur was out there doing some stuff. I didn't get to see Lori. I want to see Lori swing a paddle. I did see her swing and miss. Okay, and I saw Bradley swing and miss. Okay, well, we're, we can't. We're going to swing and miss every now and then. What are we doing? Are we talking trash right now? Or are you back? Oh, oh sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. Yeah, they saw. Yeah, Bradley's a bona fide idiot. Plus, they don't. <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> sorry, like I panicked. zero to 60. Sorry. Hey, by the way, thank you to Adam. He got the tag off my uh, sports bra that I brought, that I bought from Target, not realizing that Target has those clippy things. The ink, the little ink things. I never heard the ink part until yeah. Mike enlightened me, but apparently. He did not get splattered with any ink. And he just probably He's... opened a new book of crime in his own life. He's like, is this how easy it is? I can do this all the time. Also, I'm good with you uh, even putting the sports bra away. Oh, okay. As you just I mean, are it just looks like a bathing suit top. That's fondling it. it and stuff. You know What's what I hate, ladies? Bra? We don't need, don't put this little chicken cutlet inside there because oh. then it, Creeps all over the place. It goes up. It goes to the side. It's like just... a shoulder pad that won't stay in place. I thought that was the part that makes it sports bra. No, it sucks. Just get that out of there. I'll wear a bra with this over it. Thank you. And it's just that it keeps everything in place better? It's tight. It's tight. It's like okay. spandex. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so it keeps you from bouncing. I'm wearing compression shorts right now. Congratulate. What are you trying to do? Also keeps you from bouncing. Yeah. Just everything stays oh. down and in place. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All right, here. I'm, I'm going to uh, give you a little entertainment news while Mike checks out our... Um, Donation. Our donation leaderboard. Um, being a Swifty is good for your mental health. This just in. We don't always think of Swifties as happy, well-adjusted people, but... Not online. It's time to reevaluate. There was a poll of 2,000 young people, 14 to 25, and Taylor Swift is the artist who has the most positive impact on mood and well-being. Did you look at the list? I saw who came in at ah. second, and it really checks out, and they're both having great summers. Ed Sheeran is number two. Yeah. Nearly two-thirds of those people polled said that they that a, a shared appreciation of artists um, through like dedicated fan bases also has a positive influence. So being a Swifty is good for your mental health. Thank you. That's nice, Donna. Good night. I'm thinking of my own daughter who, when she puts on Taylor Swift, there is a real mood lift. The other, just. She's a good role model. Two days ago, I hear Adeline blasting Taylor down in the basement because she was cleaning, and I said, just go put some Taylor on, put some music on, bop around, whatever. So So that's blasting from the basement. And then I walk into the front room, and I can hear into my other daughter's bedroom, who she's an eight year old. And she's like, you were Romeo. I was gonna oh. And so she's singing it on repeat. She's Aww. doing the back. Let's learn the lyrics. Learn the... So I had stereo sound of a Taylor Swift mashup happening. Oh, butterfly kisses. Before you know it, they're going to be going off to college and you'll have these memories. I just I'm going to play totally something for you. You just you forced me into this. Okay. Last night I was on friggin' Instagram. And I watched this video. The beginning of this video is text, and it's a mother who is wiping fingerprints off of a newly cleaned window. And then a guy starts to talk to that very end. Here we go. Says, I already told you, stop getting your fingerprints over the windows. 
and then this guy comes in. If you're still in the process of raising children, be aware that the tiny fingerprints that show up on almost... Crap. That was... <laughs> Shut up a gun. Uh, we get the, the gist story. of it. Oh, my God. He says they will. No, Donna, I'm uh, getting no, it. No, I have to get it. It's the only thing that makes sense anymore. Okay, this is fine. what people are loving. Other stations don't do this. They're not this unprofessional. We get this here. <laughs> the music, too, right? If you're still in the process of raising children, be aware that the tiny fingerprints that show up on almost every newly cleaned surface, the toys scattered about the house, the piles and piles of laundry to be tackled, will disappear. All too soon. Okay, he whispered at the end there, but he said they'll he disappear. He said they'll disappear. All too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, that's emotional. I know, but it just seems like such a uh, strategic. There's a lady who just happens to be. No, that part was totally set up. Uh, And I don't like these setup videos of people doing the setup thing. I don't like them. They feel weird for me. But that second part, as we have fingerprints on the sliding glass door, and the toys are just try as you might all over the place. Like my friend Rob said. When the mess leaves, the magic leaves with it. Butterfly kisses. <laughs> You're heartless, you know that? Can we get a donation for that beautiful speech? Whatever. <laughs> hey, I need a fellow parent out there who feels like that just hit you in the in, in your soft spot. Yeah, that's I want sweet. a $500 donation during this next oh break. Oh, my God. No, 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 come on. And then you, it's all going to go to Special Olympics of Minnesota. That's a wonderful organization that yes. we'll be telling you more about over the coming days. Uh, and you'll feel great, and it'll be tax deductible, and you're going to feel better about the rest of your Wednesday because right. you will have committed $500 to a wonderful cause. So there is a $500 donor out there. I know it, and you're going to show up during this commercial break. MyTalk1071.com, that's where you can go. Will somebody rise to the occasion and help me not look like a fool? If you want Donna to zip it, put that donation <laughs> in. MyTalk1071.com. Okay. When we come back, uh, boy, we got oh, some. Man. I got There's sad news about a, a, an Olympic gymnast that sort of caught me off guard. I think a lot of people last night. We'll tell you about that. And then a fascinating story about the guy who invented the duty-free shops at airports. Oh, I know it. on surface that doesn't sound fascinating, but it will be. When we come back, donate now. It's my talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got Mike the Mensch with us. Oh, I called you Mike the Mensch. You did. That's okay. But That's what I was from the past. Yeah, yeah, I have him as that in my text. That's Anytime right. you text me, I have Mike the Mensch in there. Uh, before the break, I challenged one of you out there to just, you know, give us $500, meaning uh, Special Olympics of Minnesota. That was a tall order oh, i yeah. know um we have not looked during the commercial break we turn it back to mike the mensch for an update yeah, it was a big big ask and somebody named anonymous donated ten dollars thank, okay, thank you and Woo! that was an awesome donation thank we appreciate that it Again, all adds every, up everybody listening did that we would easily oh my uh, crack the uh, goals we're looking for oh and then by the way seconds ago somebody donated five hundred dollars oh come on donna $500 donation. You asked for it. They, Did they answered. go anonymous? They went anonymous. Oh, oh man. Thank Listen, you. You know who you are right now. Me to you. Thank you so much for stepping up.
and accepting that challenge. And now that is $500 more that were not with the Special Olympics of Minnesota that are now. So thank you to that listener, yes. all of our generous listeners. Hey, Donna, Woo! 500. Amazing. What's our cut on this anyway? I don't think we get one, Cool, Steve. cool, cool. Right, and that's right. not what I'm in it for. That's exactly right. What, so that's where are awesome. we now in all money right. races? 1820 bucks. Thank Let's you. go. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, so you can donate mm. all throughout the show and all throughout the day. If you happen to be listening on the podcast and you're like, oh, I missed the live when they were fundraising. No, no, no. We're, we're fundraising for the next few days i have an idea dd you haven't run this by peepaw yet <laughs> <laughs> so my idea is um i don't know like if we reach a certain number yes. certain dollar amount yes. i get two points for the college of pop culture knowledge one that i lost and a side bet and then just an extra point two points okay how about this if we get five hundred dollars total more raise, so we're at what eighteen ten right now. Eighteen twenty. So if we get to twenty three twenty by the time the College of Pop Culture Knowledge begins, oh, so we don't, it doesn't have to be an individual five hundred dollar donor. All of you can chip in. Cumulative, and, okay. And Lord knows, I bet a lot of you really champion the Special Olympics of Minnesota and care about it yeah. and their mission. But I know objectively. More of you care about Donna winning the college pop culture knowledge. <laughs> that, is, that is a fact. And so now it's your opportunity. If you want to get her, is she down two? Two points. She is down I uh, think I'm four down. points. It's 106 to 102. So I'm not even asking to be. Maybe I'll just say this. Maybe I'll just say be. this. If we, it, I would be willing if we got 750 more. Let's run the math on How about this, if we Mike. just reached our goal? That actually would be reaching the goal of 2,500. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly okay. What you said. Let's so if do we that. get to 2,500 the before the start of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we will enter that game officially tied 106 to 106. So the money will go to Special Olympics of Minnesota. The points, four of them, will go to Donna Valentine in her. This is a year long battle that we do. A winner is not crowned until right before we break for Christmas. That's right. And uh, you could get her four points today and help to support the Special Olympics of Minnesota. MyTalk1071.com is the place that you can go to do that. How much does that come out to a point then? Uh, Two twenty-five like, a point. Mm, I, no, a little less than that. One seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, maybe closer to that. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, boy, I saw a, a, a shocking headline last night, and then read about it again this morning. Me too. Uh, that gymnastics legend Mary Lou Retton is apparently fighting for her life, uh, and this is happening right now. And she could use your help. You might remember, of course, 1984 is the year Mary Lou Retton became the first female gymnast from the United States to win the all-around gold medal at the Olympics. She needs our help now, and here's why. Mary Lou Retton's daughter says that her mother is in the intensive care unit fighting for her life against a rare form of pneumonia. At the moment, she's not even able to breathe on her own. And on top of all oh of that, gosh. she's uninsured. So she needs money for her care. Her daughter has now set up what's called a spot fund account to try to raise cash for her. It's already surpassed its $50,000 goal, but it sounds like she could need a lot more than that because, you know, medical bills, if you're uninsured, can really yeah. mount up very, very quickly. Mary Lou Retton is 55 years old and, according to her daughter, fighting for her life with a rare oh form of pneumonia. Gosh, she was so, is so beloved, but during that time... I mean, she was America's sweetheart, you know, just adorable, oh, yeah. so sweet, so nice. Um, yeah, just sending prayers and, and love her way because 55 
is very young. That's young. And you should That's not young. be having to fight for your life at that point. Um, anyway, yeah, I saw that too, and I was really shocked by that. Um, really shocked. Now I want to give you news. It's sort of bizarre, but you know those duty-free shops in the airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear see? about this. So apparently those were like invented, you could say, created by one particular man who just passed away at the age of 92. His name is Charles Feeney. But here's what's really fascinating about him. He passed away earlier this week. And um, they say after living large off of the massive profits from the duty-free shops that you see all over the place, he also did, had some investments in tech startups and things like that. Um, this guy, Charles Feeney, he really felt like all of his money was sort of undeserved. And so he rejected the billionaire lifestyle and ended up donating, listen to these two numbers. He donated over $8 billion to various causes while keeping, relatively speaking, a rather meager $2 million for his retirement. Not $2 billion. Oh, my God. He gave away $8 That's billion awesome. and kept $2 million for his retirement. So instead of like the oceanfront Malibu mansion, right. the Rolls Royce and all that kind of stuff, he rented a two-bedroom apartment. He took public transit sported a $10 watch, this according to the New York Times. He flew economy until he was 75. Um, where did his money go? Uh, well, he had a nonprofit called Atlantic Philanthropies, and he donated to his alma mater, Cornell University, as well as to universities wow. in Ireland, hospitals in Vietnam. He also bankrolled humanitarian causes, uh, like death penalty abolition and peace efforts to end sectarian violence in Northern Ireland. But uh, his name, you may not have known it before, Charles Feeney. Next time you walk by a duty-free shop in an airport, realize that that guy ended up making, as a result of those shops, $8 billion and gave $8 billion away, kept $2 million for himself. That's amazing. Kudos to him. What a beautiful person. Yeah. Uh, now we'll see how many beautiful people we have because we need more donations. MyTalk1071.com. If we get to our $2,500 goal before the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Donna's going to get four points, and the Special Olympics of Minnesota gets a whole lot of money. Get to donating. We're coming right back. Donna, Steve, my talk. For Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where I have learned a whole lot about personal injury law from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, one thing I know for sure is if you are ever injured in an accident, take this as a public service announcement. You really need someone on your side who is fighting for your rights. Mike Bryant can review your damages. He can see how much your case is worth. Uh, recoverable damages, by the way, include things like medical bills, we were just talking about, lost income, pain and suffering, emotional distress, and you know, identifying those damages and then calculating their value is pretty Pretty much the first step to knowing how much your case is worth. Mike and his team, they've got those tools to determine this value so they can fight for what you really deserve. Get yourself a consultation. Uh, it's free and it can provide a lot of insight for you. You'll find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tell him Donna Valentine sent you. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Live at Lucky Shots Pickleball Club in Northeast Minneapolis. Beautiful place if you ever get a chance. You know, we, uh, we issued another challenge. Yeah. Uh, we said, listen, we know you, there's a, a, a cause that you, Donna and Steve Loyals, really, really care about. And that is Donna in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And as a byproduct, the Special Olympics of Minnesota would stand to benefit as well as this money right. raised would go directly to their organization. But we know what you care most about, and that is Donna beating me in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I was up by six 
Uh, and we said, look, we'll do two points if we can raise 500 bucks before the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And then we were like, wait a minute, we had a goal uh, earlier of $2,500. So how about if we get to $2,500 before the game starts and then Donna would get four points and we would have a tie. But that, that meant we needed like 750 bucks to come in during the break. And? We turn it now to Mike the Madden. Of course, the game doesn't start until the uh, music open hits. So the game is not starting. <laughs> Speaking of the game not starting, I do want to <laughs> let you know that if you want to play along today and you haven't won anything in the last uh, 30 days, give us a call. 651-641-1071. You can play along for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I'm stalling. But I don't need to because we absolutely crushed the goal. $2,870 is where we sit right now. So many very, very generous people. Awesome. (laughs) Blew right past that goal. And and a bummer. Now it is 106, Steve. 106, Donna. Thank you. Golly. All right. So we're almost at 3K now. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Great. Want to play? Yeah. Yeah, now we really need to. Now there's a lot of pressure. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Score update again, 106-106, thanks to the very generous My Talkers there in that break, easily getting us past that $2,500 goal. So again, a huge thank you to all of those uh, folks who chipped in. And uh, today we are celebrating a celebrity's birthday. Okay. It is a very happy birthday for one, Daryl Hall. Oh, Hall, Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates fame. Daryl Hall is celebrating oh, a birthday no. today. So for today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge... We're talking all about Hall and Oates. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Oh, right. Let's go. And, uh, Ellie, do we uh, have a participant? We do. We do. In fact, we did. Hi there. Who's playing? Who's on the line? First up, we have Emily. Or, excuse me. First up, we have Dee. Dee. Oh, Oh, is this Dee in Buffalo? Yes. Are you there? Hi, Dee. I'm I'm there. I love what you guys did with the Rocky theme and the pickleball. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's Rocco. That's Rocco yeah. putting all sorts of fun intros together. D, where the hell have you been? You know, I'm here a lot, but I don't call in because I'm usually walking, and then you guys always whine about the house. What are you doing? I'm walking my dog, and it's loud. <laughs> do you have a Do you have an indoor place to stay, D? That's really what we wonder at some point. We're thinking, does she just exist on the streets in a wind tunnel always? Are you ever indoors? <laughs> uh, always. Always in a wind tunnel. Always walking. Always playing pickleball. <laughs> Every day I'm playing pickleball. You are? Oh, that's all. I bet you could yeah. destroy us. I'm coming to the event on Friday. Yeah. Oh, great. Nice. Good. Yes. Come up. Say hi. We can't wait to see you in person. That's really going to be a lot of fun. By the way, we still have virtual tickets. We are sold out here in person. But if you want to watch uh, our version of Wimbledon take place Friday, <laughs> you can do that. You can watch the reunion show as well. All right. The topic today, D in Buffalo is yep. Hall and Oates, and it's time for you yep. to team up with Donna or Stevie Boy. Yep, we're going to team up with Donna, and we're going to haul your time. ass out of here. Yes, right. Dee! Right. That's pretty good. All right. Pretty good. All, right. all right, stand by, Dee, okay? Uh, all right, all right. All right, Steve, we'll text you. All right, Dee, you are going on hold. Love the energy. That is awesome. <laughs> and uh, we will uh, play today College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Again, Hall and Oates is our theme. Donna. Yep. You did not seem confident when I said that is our clue for today. Well, to me, the, those are oldies, mm-hmm. and I, it's been a long time since I've listened, mm-hmm. but 
We'll go. It, it, we'll just see where it goes. We'll see how it goes. Ellie, once the timer starts, if you can just pull that back a little bit, that would be great. Let's get yeah. it started here for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And again, it's Hall of Notes today. And here is your first one. The off-memed scene from this 2008 comedy sees Brennan and Dale doing karate in the garage to the song, You Make My Dreams Come True. Mm, pass. In their first top five hit, this is the name of the woman they asked to smile a while. Sarah. Their 1980 album Voices included their version of this Righteous Brothers song that was also famously performed by Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards. Uh, um, you never close your eyes anymore when I'm kissing your face. You've lost that loving feeling. And the first one, the oft-memed scene from this 2008 uh, comedy sees Brendan and Dale doing karate in the garage to the song You Make My Dreams Come True. No time there. All right. Uh, we'll bring Dee back in here. Dee, you heard Donna's answers. She felt pretty confident about that second one, and she sang the entire song for the third one. So, again, I think she's confident on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel like those went? Um, I'm super confident about um, number two and number three. Okay, I, let, me read you the, yeah. let me read you the first one again here. The oft-memed scene from this 2008 comedy sees Brennan and Dale doing karate in the garage to the song, You Make My Dreams Come True. All right, is that um, Will Ferrell in Step Brothers? You're going to go with Step Brothers. Good one. Okay, that is your answer. Sounds good, D. We're going to put you back on hold, and we're going to retrieve Steve. I can't. I don't. You don't know. We're how. supposed to text, text him, him but my yeah. phone is not oh, working. He stole it. Um, no, he didn't steal it, but I can't get my phone to work. Oh, Adam's going to get him. Okay, this is great. So there you go. By the way, if you are just joining us here and you're a fan of the college pop culture knowledge and you didn't hear when we got started, we're all tied up. It is 106-106 thanks to some very, very generous uh, donations. Thank you, everyone. Seriously, that was so awesome of you. So awesome. And I don't think it's that people want me to win. They just don't want Steve to win. Correct. That's a given. (laughs) That's a given. Hi, Steve. Hey, hey. How's it going? Were you cheating out there with your phone? No, no. I was Were you tempted. asking questions? I was tempted to cheat. No, everybody's in pickleball mode right now. Okay. Lori and Julia, I have something to say about their coaches here in a moment. And uh, I was watching Bradley and Dawn continuing to practice while we sit here atrophying, getting worse by every second. We need to get out on these courts. Run a rerun. Let's go play pickleball. I'm ready for the game. I know I am too. Ready for the game. Let's play. Again, it is 106-106. Let's get it started again today is Daryl Hall's birthday. All these questions are about the group Hall & Oates. Let's start with this first one here. The oft-memed scene from this 2008 comedy sees Brennan and Dale doing karate in the garage to the song You Make My Dreams Come True. Step Brothers. In their first top five hit, this is the name of the woman they asked to smile a while. Pass. Their 2008, excuse me, 1980 album Voices included their version of this Righteous Brothers song that was also famously performed by Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards. Unchained Melody? Uh, you like repeated. The second one. In their first top five hit, this is the name of the woman they asked to smile a while. Carolyn. All right. 
All good. I have no. You got some time. <laughs> Carolyn is what we're going to go with. We can dedicate this to somebody. Uh, yeah, to the, <laughs> everybody out there. All right, let's run through these Nikes. answers. Uh, we'll start with the first one. The off-memed uh, scene from this 2008 comedy sees Brennan and Dale doing karate in the garage to the song "You Make My Dreams Come True." Of course, uh, Steve knew that was Step Brothers, and D knew that was Step Brothers nice. as well. Yeah. Nicely D. done, D. Yeah. Way to go, D. Able to uh, get that one there. We'll move on to the next one. In their first top five hit, this is the name of the woman they asked to smile a while. And it is from Sarah Allen, their longtime co-writer and uh, significant other of Daryl Hall. That is uh, Sarah. Carolyn. Oh, man. Donna nailed that one as well. How's that song go, Donna? Sarah, smile. I can't get the tune. Yeah. Sarah, smile, a smile a while or something like that. Sarah, That's good. That's enough. Thanks. (laughs) The tune she did know extremely well because she sang the entire song before she got to the chorus is the 1980, uh, the song from the 1980 album Voice. Hall and Oates did their version of this Righteous Brothers song that also was famously performed by Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards. That, of course, was in the movie Top Gun. And the song, You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. No tenderness. Yeah. Hall and Oates did a couple And a very terrible singer. Very good version as well. So you've lost that love and feeling. Donna. We've got a new leader in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Wow. 107-106. Way to go, D. D, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go, Donna. Yeah. Let's go, D. All right, D. Hang on the line, okay? Ellie's going to get your info. Hey, we'll see you on Friday, D. All right. Yeah, I'll see you on Friday. You will not be able to miss me. I doubt it. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll spot you. Don't even tell us who you oh, yeah. are. Don't introduce okay. yourself. Let us figure you out. All right, I will. All right, bye, T. Should we do bye. the... Uh... Yep, the... let you do the tiebreaker quick. Okay. Yeah. Between right. the two of you. All right, this is just for fun, of course. Both Hall & Oates songs, And That's What Hurts, and Maneater each appeared on the soundtrack for this 1999 film. Oh. It starred Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Donna? Yes. Pretty Woman? No. Steve, Runaway Bride. There you oh, go. Runaway one. Bride, the correct answer. I needed wow. that. The other uh, Julia Roberts and Richard Gere movie, but uh, good oh. job. Okay. Good job. Felt good job. Good. Okay, you feel better now? Yeah, feel good. Okay, feel it's great. Now. It's great. Look, our buddy's here. I know. This is great. Uh, we have a matching sponsor that happens to be Tria, who is helping us uh, to raise money for the Special Olympics of Minnesota. Yes. Um, and, so, and by the way, it happens to be one of our behind-the-scenes pickleball practicers who took time out of his schedule last kind of week. Kind coached us a little helped bit. Us. There was also you know, the, the best pickleball player in the state who was there as well, but still, he gets second billing. Um, so anyway, we'll come back and learn a little bit more about Tria's involvement with the Special Olympics of Minnesota. Yeah, and we're going to have somebody else on the phone from Tria also. So this we're going to it's going to be great. This is going to be like it's, therapy for us. Let's conference. get let's get our like uh, physical therapy questions into. Let's Okay. Get them, uh, just, and let's see if maybe Phil could you just maybe adjust out. us a little bit. Yeah, that'd be really great. All right, we'll work on that. Very we'll fun. be right back. And they stay there. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We are live at Lucky Shots Pickleball Club. 
in northeast Minneapolis. This is a beautiful place. We love it. Yeah, it's really got a great vibe in here. And right now, the pickleball courts at Lucky Shots are absolutely popping. And it ain't just because we're here. I mean, without us, this place would be jammed. This is a really fun vibe. Very... A lot of competitive pickleball taking place out I there, know. too. So if you are a high-level player, you might want to give Lucky Shots a try because there's, there's some action yeah, happening Yeah, there, there is. It looks like there's something for every level of play, you know, yeah, like beginners Bradley's out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. So it is a project down in dirty 13 slash pickleball. We're raising money for special Olympics, Minnesota. Uh, we want to mention our matching sponsor because their money just went into our, um, yeah, we just pool had them, of money. We had them issue the, the direct deposit Venmo us a couple <laughs> grand. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, and we are joined now by Philip Lee from Tria. Tria happens to be our matching sponsor. And on the phone, a physical therapist from Tria who just wrote a book that pertains to pickleball, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Trent joins us as well. I want to start with Philip, though. Um, Philip, look, you guys got a whole bunch of causes that you can get involved in. Uh, what what sort of makes you say, okay, it's Special Olympics of Minnesota. We we want to get behind this. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Uh, it's a privilege um, on behalf of Tria to support you guys in your effort and to raise money for such a great, uh, worthy cause. Special Olympics provides an opportunity for athletes, regardless of your ability and level, mm -hmm. to be able to compete. And it, we know competition is so important and mm -hmm. getting people excited, motivated to keep pushing. And we want to help athletes at any level. Right. So it's great that you guys are supporting it. And this is such a great and wonderful event. And it should be a fun night on Friday. It's going to be. And speaking of helping athletes, um, I have been treated by TRIA. Thank uh, yes, you. you have. Yes, um, you've gone to physical therapy <laughs> at TRIA. Yes. I've gotten uh, two cortisone shots. Yes, I've at done Tria. that too. Yeah, so we've, I mean, there, frankly, we should have an on site physical therapist from Tria just here to help yes, us you know, for our, in our time of need. Maybe. Athleticism and. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, you know what? We've actually thought going into this, uh, and Philip, you, you play pickleball. Absolutely as well and really so, well too yeah he was helping us last week and he was able to see us working through some stuff and kind of getting our footing uh but injuries are not necessarily a rare thing everybody started playing pickleball and there was an age demographic that really took to the sport and you think oh, okay everybody can play it so it must be easy but you can still get injured there's still you know very sudden movements in different ways that you can get strained apparently so many people are getting injured playing pickleball that dr trent strensred i hope i pronounced that correctly a physical therapist from tria said you know what I'm going to write a book about this. Trent, good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's, let's talk about it. What, what was the point of you treating pickleball patients where you were like, okay, pen to paper, got to write a book on this? Yeah, man, it's really increased by a dramatic amount over the last five years. And uh, probably the, the turning point for me was when I kept seeing kind of the same thing over and over and over and realizing we could really prevent a lot of these injuries from happening. And so I wrote this book, Pain-Free Pickleball, uh, which essentially lays out, um, you know, who's getting injured, why they're getting injured, and some tips and strategies to prevent it from happening. Because what we're most, seeing is like... Yeah, what, what are the common injuries that you're seeing when people come in? What are some that just made you say, wait, we continue to see this happening. We need to try yeah. to prevent this. So it depends on what setting you're looking at. For, for physical therapy, it'll be different from, say, the emergency room, which is, you know, more devastating. So in the, in the ER, we're seeing that, like, 90% of these people that are getting injured are over the age of 50. So it's this older demographic that's getting the more serious injuries 
which tends to be falls on the court in almost in almost two thirds of cases, and fractures uh, like breaking a wrist, breaking a hip, that type mm-hmm. of thing. So that tends to be pretty, you know, the more serious side of things. And then when going to physical therapy, that's usually the more, you know, garden variety sprains and strains, maybe a meniscus tear, Achilles tendon pain, you know, something like that. Boy, the Achilles tendon. We we had somebody call in, Trent, and right after we announced pickleball, we were very excited. And then Mm -hmm. uh, this woman called in and she said, hey, I just want you to know I blew out my Achilles playing pickleball. And we were like, well, that's a great vote of confidence. Thank you so much. Let me ask this, uh, Trent, since you are, you wrote a book about, it's called Pain-Free Pickleball. Again, uh, you can buy that book now. So in the, in the world of prevention, what is, what's the one piece of advice, if you could only boil it down to one thing, that anyone who's going to be stepping on a pickleball court, particularly of a certain age, one thing that they can do to maybe pre- prevent some of these injuries? Yeah, it's hard to boil it down to one, but what I would say is someone who, say, tears their Achilles or has, uh, like, a tendon rupture is typically doesn't have the tissue tolerance for that activity, and mm. the best way to create that tolerance is through exercise or resistance training. So doing some weight lifting is a really, really, really helpful preventative exercise for injuries, and most people don't view pickleball as a sport. They think of it as, like, an activity like playing bocce ball or something, but no, it really is a sport and training your body to handle the demands of the sport is really time well spent. Okay. That's good to know. I mean, I played two days in a row just, just to get the feel, you know, the lay of the land. I woke up the next morning feeling like I needed to be in a full body cast. <laughs> so I guess I better get back to the gym and do some weight lifting. Um, because, yeah, you don't realize you're using muscles that you're not used to using. You're reaching where you're not normally reaching in everyday activities. My ankles are killing me right now. So I'm, I'm guessing that stretching is very important. Yeah, I think stretching can be a very helpful thing too. Um, but but in like a scenario like yours, I would say the consistency of play would go a long way. Like if you played okay. once a week or twice a week, that soreness would become less and less, and then you wouldn't have a problem. The inconsistent, like oh, I just play once a month and I go hard. You know, those are the people that that get hurt because um, again, your body adapts to the stress that you put on it, and if you do it really infrequently, you're not going to get too much adaptation happening. Got it. Let's okay. ask our buddy Philip, uh, who is here from Tria, who we have played pickleball with. Mm-hmm. You took up pickleball uh, right around the pandemic. Yeah. And have you encountered any of these bumps and bruises along the way yourself? Um, it's been mixed. Uh, I, I'm coming from tennis. So I played oh, okay. um, three different tennis league teams. So I was that using a lot of the same muscles. So in, in, that, uh, in that scenario, it helped me transition to pickleball a little bit easier. Uh, but what I've seen is, and I think you guys touch upon it, pickleball players range in age, size, uh, physical ability right. yeah, um, yeah. greatly. Uh, the other day I was at the park and I saw a 10-year-old kid playing with an 80-year-old man. Wow. Hey. It was amazing. I mean, how many sports can you say <laughs> yeah. that happens? But... I think it's only that in chess. <laughs> oh. but I've never seen that <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. Maybe pinball. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where, like, talking to a lot of people, it's also a very social sport, so you get to know a lot of people. Um, di- I notice people coming from different sports or lack of sports has different types of injuries. Sure. sure. Um, the other thing I hear a lot is also repetitive use injury. It's kind of like, you know, because it doesn't feel like it's as intensive, 
that people play pickleball for three, four hours at a time. Uh, uh. You, you hear about retirement communities where people are playing six, seven hours yeah, a day. Yeah, they love it. And they start having repetitive use injuries with your wrist, your elbow. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that's some of the injuries that Trent sees as well. So it really depends on kind of what your style of play is. Um, but for the most part, I've been fortunate to not have had any injuries. And then, you know, a lot of our friends that we play with, um, it's more of the concern of like getting hit in the face with the ball. Right, <laughs> so right, goggles, right. goggles, proper sure. protective gear, I right. think is also really important. Okay. Um, let me ask one last question to Trent. We have about a minute left. Uh, Trent uh, from Tria is the author of the book that you can buy today on Amazon called Pain-Free Pickleball about preventing those pickleball injuries. Uh, Trent, you mentioned weight training. Once you get um, to be of a certain age, I think it's very common that you hear people say, well, I take a walk with my friends and I walk and my mom will say this, and my dad will say this, but I'm trying to talk them into lifting weights, resistance training. What's your 15 second pitch on why they ought to try that? Oh man, I would say resistance training has so much more health benefits than people realize. It's going to reduce your risk of falling as an older person. It's going to reduce your rate of what's called sarcopenia, which is the shrinking of our muscles as we age kind of like osteoporosis, but for your muscles. And mm. the resistance training prevents that. And even in the oldest old, which is what we call it in the research world, um, you know, 80, 90-year-olds, getting them re resistance training does promote strength benefits and, and dramatic health benefits. So no one is too old to resistance train, and the benefits are, are massive. Well, there you go. You heard from the man himself. That is uh, – did I say your last name right, Trent? Stenstrude. Stenstrude. Uh, Stensrud. We got it. That's He's a really right. nice guy. Dr. Trent Stensrud. From Tria wrote Pain-Free Pickleball. You can pick that up. Our buddy Philip from Tria, who we played pickleball with last week, uh, joined us here to bring us $2,000 as our matching sponsor. Thank you. Which is going to push us up past that $5,000 mark already for the Special Olympics of Minnesota. Trent, we appreciate you. Philip, we appreciate you. Thanks Thank to Tria. You. Uh, and here's to Special Olympics of Minnesota. Yeah. At least five grand already coming Thank your way. You. We'll be right back.